Thanks for listening to Because Radio. I'm Sunny Promolo. As you all know, today, November 11th, is Remembrance Day. Let us not forget and honor all the brave individuals who fought and made the ultimate sacrifice. With me today from the Queen's Own Cameron Highlanders of Canada Foundation is past Honorary Colonel Bob Vandewater to speak on the Queen's Own Highlanders of Canada Memorial at Vimy Ridge Memorial Park. Thanks for joining us, sir. Thanks very much, Sonia. I'm very happy to be here. For those unfamiliar, can you share with us what the Queen's Own Cameron Highlanders of Canada Foundation is and does? Well, the foundation is, uh, was established some years ago to uh, basically provide for elements that the regiment can't afford itself. Um, we've created the, 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 uh, the foundation now running at around maybe just under 700,000. Uh, and the interest from that can go to support the activities of the regiment, the museum, uh, the cadets, and the band. Uh, that's primarily what it does. And um, the, uh, the result is, uh, uh, I think the officers and the men and women who are serving in it uh, get a sense of permanence. Uh, people who are not actively serving anymore, but um, are interested and still have a continuing interest in it. And, and it's especially important because, you know, we have passed our hundredth anniversary as, as a regiment in Canada. And we are the oldest kilted regiment in all of Western Canada. And it was started in 1910. So an important part of the fabric of Winnipeg for a long time, and it was a long time overdue to have this monument created. It was a decision of the board that we would go forward with it. And uh, I, I guess I drew the short straw and uh, in having to raise the money. So uh, we raised about $200,000 for the monument itself. We raised over the three-year period about 400000 which went to make great additions to Vimy Park, connecting our display with the Royal Winnipeg Rifles, which is in Vimy Park, and with the Air Force and, uh, and, the, and the Vimy Cross, which is on the east side of uh, Vimy Park, on the north side of the Vimy Park. Can you tell us about the monument itself and what it represents? The monument it consists of uh, two very large uh, granite blocks that are uh, black granite. Um, they were helped greatly by the Dignity Group who uh, arranged purchase of these blocks from, uh, from India. They were shipped uh, to Toronto where they were stored and then sent to, to Winnipeg. Uh, the people at Larson's did a, an absolutely marvelous job carving uh, both of our our logos and uh, the history of the regiment and, and the detail of the regiment, along with the listing of the donors and then the declaration of the to the fallen. And uh, the result is uh, we have uh, the third big uh, hunk of granite, if you like, polished granite. Uh, on the, the top of that is a bronze World War I Highland soldier uh, he's standing with uh, arms reversed, that is the head bowed and the muzzle of the, of the rifle on his toe of the shoe uh, in respect for those who have passed. It's a, it's a pose of mourning. And uh, you will see that at uh, the Cenotaph in Ottawa, where the soldiers are, are standing with their rifles uh, with the muzzle down into the, into the top of their shoe. 
Um, so that's, it, it's a wonderful, a wonderful bronze. It was done by an Italian uh, artist and that the Dignity Group helped us find. And uh, uh, we are just, we are just thrilled uh, that it's there. There's a bench there that is dedicated to all of the people who have served with the Camerons. And uh, at the moment, there are people frequently who sit there, have their lunch, and uh, they look at the record of the of, of the Camerons and the statue in, in a beautiful garden setting. Um, it's, it's illuminated at night. So we, the second 200,000 we spent went for lighting and for uh, surface paths that link both the the Camerons to the Vimy Cross and to, to the west end of the park, to the Royal Winnipeg Rifles. Uh, in between, there is a, a monument to the Manitoba Dragoons, uh, which had to be moved uh, to a better location. And it's sort of on the walkway between all of these. So it has a wonderful linkage that uh, Wagner and Associates uh, did in their in their artistic design for the park. And we were wonderfully well supported by uh, the um, Parks and Open Spaces Department of the City of Winnipeg, Jason Bell in particular. Uh, working with those two gentlemen was uh, was really a pleasure along with the contractor, which is Shelmer Dean, and they did a wonderful job for us too. Why was it important for you, the Queen's Own Cameron Highlanders of Canada and the community, to have this permanent monument at Vimy Ridge Memorial Park? Well, as I mentioned earlier, we, we didn't have a permanent monument. We've had a, we have a plaque, but it's in Europe. Um, we didn't have a place that could be a focus. Uh, and it wasn't until it was clear that Vimy Park was going to be a celebration for the military so that you have the rifles. We have some of the Air Force with uh, Victoria Cross awardee. We have the, the, the cross that actually came from Vimy that's there. Now we have the Queen's Own Cameron Highlanders there. And the whole enclosure now of these elements just makes such total sense for the park. Uh, and there's only one small amount now to finish it. And that's uh, another entrance from Portage Avenue, which would lead down a flight of steps to our monument and another pathway connecting to the rifles. And it'll have that sort of Victorian wonderful look that they have in the UK for, you know, major parks. Uh, it's the, it's the, it's the item remaining and the additional money we went has gone for pathways and lighting and uh, flower beds. And it's a wonderful moment for those who want to remember uh, a regiment that uh, has made a huge difference to the lives of people in Manitoba and Canada. Absolutely. And the monument wouldn't be standing where it is today without support from all over the city and abroad. The Winnipeg Foundation also provided a grant for this monument through its community building funds and other donor advised support. What has this support meant for you and the monument? The Winnipeg Foundation was one of my first calls. And uh, the first call because uh, we had a good relationship and always have had with, uh, with Rick Frost the work that the Winnipeg Foundation has done in the community for quite a number of things that I've been involved in have been very important in setting up endowments, uh, which I think I've been involved in about five. Those endowments are going to make a difference forever for a number of organizations. And uh, so we came to Rick and uh, 
he helped us through the application process and the board fortunately found in favor and gave us an, an early grant, which also gives us some a greater credibility when we go to see other people. And we were wonderfully well supported also by the province of Manitoba and by the city of Winnipeg and by the councillors who, who in the main were, uh, were all supportive of, of what we had, as well as the Dignity Group who arranged for the casting of the bronze, helping us with the design. And, uh, and then of course, as I mentioned, getting the, uh, the granite in and then the Larson organization who did the, uh, all the engraving, most of it in, in their shop, but some of it on site. So we saw the, the last parts of the dedication come to life while we were watching it being carved. So it was a, it, it, you felt that you were with a host of people who, who were really wanting to be supportive of this entire project. And Gillis Quarries were very helpful in providing the granite that goes underneath the granite, if you like. And uh, at least that's the piles and so on. But it was it was in a major, a major work. And uh, the new DeGroons monument moved about 12 feet, but it cost a lot of money to move it. They thought it would never be moved again, but we had to uh, to set the design that uh, David Wagner and Associates had, had wanted. So the importance of the uh, Winnipeg Foundation can't be understated because it just does so much in so many ways. And it's not just military, it's a lot of social things, a lot of educational things, help us with birth freezes, they've helped us with a number of things. And uh, that'll continue, especially the Scottish community is quite familiar with them too. While there is no service this year, everyone is still free to pay respect to our fallen soldiers and visit. What do you hope people take away when seeing this monument? It's a solemn monument. And I think that they should take away the sense of, in a way, sadness, but a, a sense of pride in what a few people from a city in Western Canada, the difference that they could make. And a lot of lives were given for that. The story of, of the regiment is, is written in, in language I could understand. So it was easy, uh, should be easy for anyone. Uh, and then the listing of all of the activities that we've had, which include uh, Dieppe. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Dieppe raid was, uh, uh, that's where the, it was the last time a Canadian regiment was piped into battle. And that was the Queen's own Cameron Islanders. Parts of our regiment were successful at Dieppe. But as you know, most uh, were lucky to either escape or just be captured. But what should they take away? Uh, they should take away a sense of pride of their community, a pride in their military, and a gratitude for all of the people who are involved in making this kind of effort. Again, this monument can be found at Vimy Ridge Memorial Park. For those interested in learning more about the Queen's Own Cameron Highlanders of Canada, where can they go? If they read the, uh, the, the granite, they'll have a, a very full history of, of what's been there. And um, we have a website, so I would think, you know, if you probably just go on, on the web and ask for Queenstown Cameron Highlanders of Canada, you'll have a fairly clear story of, of both the monument, but um, more particularly of some of the different items that um, relate to it, whether it's the foundation, whether it's the museum, 
uh, when it's open, uh, what the cadets are like if you're a young person and interested in uh, in not a military career, but in uh, you know having a summer job and learning some skills and meeting good people or uh, if in fact you uh, you love the pipes, which many of us do, and you want to join a band, uh, the band's there too. It's um, uh, and of course our headquarters is Minto Armories, and uh, anytime, uh, certainly, uh, sort of during during the day or even in Tuesday evenings when a when we when the regiment is there, uh, there would be people to talk to, and. Uh, I hope that they would. Yes, plenty of information on the website. And that website is www.thequeenzonecameronhighlandersofcanada.net. So, Bob, before we go, is there anything else you would like to share or add today? This was a team effort. A whole lot of people put a whole lot of themselves into it. And uh, I'm very grateful that because of that, we have something that all of Winnipeg can be proud of. It'll be a tourist attraction. There'll be a reason to come. There's the Minarski statue. There's the Demi Cross. There's the Dragoons. There's the Camerons. And there's the Rifles. Uh, there's a history of uh, service. And Winnipeg's like that. Manitoba's like that. And Manitobans are all part of that. So I guess that would be a, a thank you for all of those people that helped made it possible. And once again, for information about the Queen's Own Cameron Highlanders of Canada, you can visit their website at the Queen's Own Cameron Highlanders of Canada.net and be sure to visit the monument at Vimy Ridge. Thanks again to Honorary Colonel of the Regiment, Robert Vandewater, for sharing with us today. And thank you to the more than 2 million men and women who have served and continue to serve Canada during times of war, conflict, and peace. This is Sunny Promolo, and you're listening to Because Radio. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org.